0: Welcome to
1: 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Jill Kravitz, the CEO of iRelaunch, and we have put together a special year-end compilation for you with some tips from many of our
2: recent podcast guests. We hope you enjoy this episode and have a happy and healthy holiday season. Today, we welcome Matt Pritchard founder and publisher of List, an online platform that connects talented professionals with meaningful local work opportunities, and host of the weekly career advice podcast, Find Your Dream Job. Mac, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Well, thank you for having
3: me on the show, Carol. It's an honor.
2: Well, thrilled to have you, and I want to first start by asking you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your top piece of advice for our relauncher audience?
3: Step away from the computer. Don't spend 100% of your time looking at job boards like mine. Yes, come to my job board, but your time is your most valuable asset. So think about how you're spending it. And if, uh, you know, if only 20, 30, 40% of uh, jobs that are available are being advertised publicly, why are you spending 90, 100% of your time at the computer? You've got to get out and talk to people. And when you do that, you're going to find these jobs that never get posted. And you're and you're going to have a much more successful job search.
2: Excellent advice. Thank you so much. Today, we welcome Kathy Preble Bayard, Director of program design for the Family Office Exchange. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to 321i Relaunch.
4: Hi, Carol. Thanks for having me.
2: It's so great to have you. We've known each other for so long, and you have been so generous in sharing your story with us along the way. So what is your top piece of advice for our Relauncher audience?
4: I, I think it would be the renegotiation, um, that everybody's career has merit and... and um, you know, varying degrees of flexibility. Um, but when you're going back to work, it's really important to have those open conversations with your um, with your spouse um, or even with your kids, right? Um, you know, the it's the renegotiating the roles and the workload so that you don't kill yourself um, trying to do it all. Um, as Anne Marie Marie Slaughter, another woman I love, um, that you just mentioned. You know, we don't we don't have to do it all, and and everybody can take a share. And our kids are better for having responsibility. Um, and and it's it's very very important to have those conversations. Um, and you know, you can have it around the dinner table, or call a family meeting, or you know, um, identify what the roles and responsibilities are, and who's going to take care of them, um, so that you're not you're focused on. Um, starting the job and doing your best there, but but also knowing that things are being taken care of at home.
2: Excellent, excellent advice. Today, we welcome Katherine Salmon, author of Ambition Redefined, and who has a long history of leadership in the women and workspace, spanning return to work, flexible career paths, and more. So Catherine, it's wonderful to have you. Welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Oh, it's great to be here, Carol. You know, I've always been a big fan of iRelaunch. Well, likewise. So I, I was saying earlier, I'm just so excited that we're on this call. What is your top piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that you've already mentioned in our conversation today? My top piece of, of advice is always find the work that fits your life for long term financial security and the ability to fund all of life's you never knows. Mm, very good. I'm Carol Fishman-Cohen, the chair and co-founder of iRelaunch, and your host for today. Today, we welcome Lisa Fenton, supply chain manager for Rapala VMC Corporation. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Thank you very much, Carol. So so happy to have you. Um, what is your top piece of advice for our relauncher audience? Yes, thank you,
3: Carol. Um, what I think I would have done differently is I would have looked closer at the industries that were similar to what I had been in before I had left, and I also think I would have expanded on the distance of my search. I was really trying to keep it within a short commute, and I think it was just too limiting in terms of the jobs that were available in that local area at the time.
2: Today, we welcome Michelle Friedman, founder of Advancing Women's Careers and special advisor to iRelaunch. Welcome, Michelle, to 321 iRelaunch. Thank you, Carol. I'm so glad to be here with you. Well, it's great to have you. What is your top piece of advice for our relauncher audience? Well, I think the top piece of advice... Um, is related to what we're talking about here. And it is
5: that um, just putting this relaunch chapter in perspective, it's it's one chapter of a life and a career that has many, many chapters to it. And it's very exciting and it can also be overwhelming and terrifying at the same time. But if you get really clear on what's important to you now and you create a plan and chunk it out and make it happen, um, you will
2: find success and you'll have a formula for earning future successes on top of that. That's excellent advice. And thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us today. Today, we welcome Kelly Hoey, networking expert, speaker, and author of Build Your Dream Network. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Oh thank you I'm my you know the listeners could see me I'm beaming you know ear to ear on this recording morning because it's been uh, I was a, you said you're a big fan of mine I've been a big fan of the work that you've been doing for some time.
2: Thank you so much. Well, I want to um combine the final question that we ask people about our best piece your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience even if it's something we've already talked about but i also want to ask what your top 3 networking tips are for relaunchers so maybe that that is almost the same question but i want to know before or after you give those tips can you comment on whether those tips are any different for relaunchers than they would be for non-relaunchers
3: probably not Probably, I would think I would think no, no different because you know one of my things is um, you know like do your research and be prepared before you're before you step out there and, and understand what your specific goal is. You know, um, my problem with generic networking advice is you know there's often the advice about all right, go to an event, have your business cards, and I'm like yeah, but if you don't know why you're doing an activity. You hesitate and you don't continue it. Uh, So what is your specific goal? So rather than my advice would be rather than starting your networking with thinking about the activity, I want you to think about what your goal is, right? What is your specific goal? And you may have within a, a bigger goal, you may have two or three smaller goals. Who is the network that is like, who are the people, the network, it could be a community, it could be a professional association, it could be, who are the network, who are the people who can help you achieve that goal? Now, where is the best place to connect with them? And that's where you get have to get hyper-specific, because it may be, gee, it may be your old boss. Oh, yeah, you know, that old boss, she really hates email, she's a, she's a you know, meet for coffee person. Well, guess what? You're going to have to get off your doofus and go and have coffee with her. Uh, You know, hey, the other person I need to reach to, they're a text person. Don't ask them for coffee. But start with, like, you know, if you're a spreadsheet person, you put this in the spreadsheet. If you're like me and you like sticky notes, you can whatever. But first brainstorm and, and drill down on what are your specific goals and get hyper specific. Not like, hey, I need a job. Like what are the what are the oh I need information? I need information on X roles. All right, within X roles with each X role, who is the right person or community to give you the answer now? How do I connect with them? And start teasing it out that way. And you're someone's gonna listen to this and think, oh my God, that's gonna take time. Well, do you want to spend the time sending out, you know, a hundred random resumes and get no answers? Or do you want to send out a small number of well thought out? You know communications and get a response.
2: Mm-hmm. This is so important. I, I'm so glad that you said this because we have relaunchers who will come to us and they'll say, you know, I sent 100 resumes out and I didn't hear a single thing. And usually we say, yeah, that's right. It's not a very effective way of, of uh, uh, getting to a, to a job opportunity. What you're saying is, is, is much more labor intensive, much harder um, but also much more fruitful.
3: Well, well, I'm going to say a different distribution of your labor, because it takes time to send out 100 resumes. So how do you, yeah, how do you want to spend that time? And and and, you know, um, you think about the response rate that you want to have and the impact, you know, the the impact you want to have on your own career. Like, just be smarter and, and think about it. I mean, there's a great case study in my book. It it relates to getting a job after 9-11 and in the really tough job market that was at the time, Uh, but I think Jessica Peltz's uh, approach as a college grad seeking a Madison Avenue job at a time where there was no roles and having to cold email and how she did it, I think her roadmap is really applicable in this situation because she did the research, she did targeted emails. She let the person know why her skills how she understood the challenge they were in, the market they were in, what they needed in a skill set and boom, customized it. And in a time when roles weren't being created and and people were being laid off, she landed a job.
2: Wow. Well, that's a great reason for people to read your book, build your dream network. Um, and it's a great place for us to end our conversation today, Kelly, even though I'd love it to go on for longer. Today, we welcome Jacqueline Flessner, founder of the Etiquette Network and certified etiquette trainer. Jacqueline, thank you for being with us today.
5: Thank you so much, Carol. It's my honor. I'm so glad that you asked me to participate with you today. Yes,
2: and I'm really interested in talking all about uh, etiquette in uh, its different contexts uh, because as we're relaunching careers and moving into a professional environment again, I think A, we need reminders, and B, we need advice and tips um, on proper etiquette in today's workforce. Um Jacqueline, I want to close by asking you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something we've already talked about today?
5: So I think my best piece of advice would be to get connected. If you are hoping to find a new position, you're wanting to get back into the workforce, the very best thing that you can do is tap into a network, expand that network, and allow others to help you in finding the perfect fit for you. I think that would be first would be to, to, to get connected. Second would be to may maybe not assume that your journey is going to look exactly like you think it will I think everyone should be open to learning new tricks so just because you think you're going to be an accountant there may be a way to use that accounting experience in a unique space that you could create and call your own and then finally I would encourage relaunchers to find a way to shine and I think the shining comes through in the follow-up in looking like a professional making the effort to show that that you're respectful in that regard, to be kind, and to, of course, always follow up with written, handwritten thank you notes anytime you can.
2: Wonderful. Thank you. A lot of great advice there. Today, we welcome Judy Sinto. We are going to be talking about Judy's transition from finance at the Fed and Goldman Sachs to Spanish teacher after 15 years out of the full time workforce. Judy, welcome to 321I Relaunch.
1: Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
2: Well, we're thrilled to have you. And I just want to dive right in. Um, I wanted to know um, uh, to, to ask you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience? even if it's something that we've already talked about today. I think
1: for me, the advice would be this, that, you know, you just have to keep at it. And I think for me, I found trying to break into teaching uh, at an independent school far more difficult than getting a job at Goldman Sachs. And the reason for that is twofold. It's number one, I was, it was a career changer. But number two, you know, you know, I'm middle-aged now. And I think anytime, you know, you're no longer um, an entry level an employee, you know, meaning you're just coming out of college, you're just coming out of business school, I think it is harder. And I think that I didn't anticipate that. And so I did feel like, you know, I put out a lot of feelers. I, and again, I was much more, I think I had a lot more, I had a lot more criteria that you know constraints on my end in terms of where I wanted to be, how I wanted it to be. So then it made the process of finding the opportunities harder. And then once I found things that I I thought was that, that were interesting to me, there wasn't necessarily an opportunity. Or they might not have wanted a specific path. Like for me as a, as a language teacher, so many schools want only native speakers. So I'm not a native speaker. You know, I've advanced proficiency in fluency, and I think there's so much to be gained from having a, you know, a person that's also had to achieve and attain fluency as a non-native speaker. There's, 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 there's great, there's, there's things, there's tools I have and ways I can teach that a native speaker cannot. And I think that there's benefit in both. But I really struggled with, wow, this isn't as easy for me. That I always felt like I I just had this, I don't know if it was luck or just... For me, getting jobs and job offers in my twenties, it just felt like it always clicked. So I I tended to walk into this experience feeling like, okay, so the sub the subbing role kind of fell in my lap. So of course, you know, something else will too. And eventually things worked out and I'm and I'm very happy, but I will say it 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 was, you know, it was not a layup. And that from my personality, and I think I don't know. Like that was that was a new feeling for me, and I think that that's that's the deal. I think also just when you are in middle age and you're making a change, I I also think also when you're trying to get into an organization and you come in with different life experience, you know, organizations for different reasons may or may not want you, um, and you might be a threat. You know what I mean? Like there's reasons why people don't get hired, and it's not always because they're not qualified. It might be because You're too qualified and you just have to kind of keep your head up and, you
2: know, just to stay, stick with it. Right. That's perseverance piece is so important. Today, we welcome Jennifer Buley. Jennifer is the founder of Uncuffed, which provides detailed research on prospective employers to help professionals ace their interviews, vet companies, and negotiate their deals. I'm very excited about this topic today. Jennifer, welcome to 321i Relaunch.
5: Thank you so much for having me, Carol. I'm excited to talk to your audience.
2: Yes, so please first tell us what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today. I would just say that remember that the
5: decision that you're making about your job is your biggest financial decision of your life. It's not your house. It's not your car. And make sure that you're just doing enough research and be honest about that. Are you really taking the time to research the company before you make this decision? And if not, okay, but understand that risk. And so I would just say remember that this is an incredibly important financial decision and take the time to do it right. Companies
2: will wait if they want you. Excellent. Excellent advice. Thank you. Today, we welcome Hella Priest. Hella is the founder and CEO of Doer Circle. Doer Circle is a member-based support platform for self-employed people, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and start that, among other things, provides healthcare and insurance solutions at cost. Hello, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Thank you, Carol. I'm really happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have this opportunity to speak with you, and uh, I should say you're based in Singapore, and so we are doing this interview in the evening, U.S. time, uh, and I, th- I think it's your morning. L- let me let me ask you this, um, because we have one final question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is... What is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience? And I I want to qualify that to say our relauncher freelancer audience, even if it's something that we've already
6: talked about today. Mm. I think it's, yeah, that's that's a really good question. And I think it actually goes broader than just the freelancers. um, Because my general advice is basically go follow your dream and your passion, dare to do it. Uh, In my opinion, we only have one life, uh, so we need to make sure that we make the best out of it and make sure that we do something that matters to us and something that makes sense and and, and make us happy, Um, so make you happy, uh, the one who's listening in here. Um, and not something that makes everybody else happy. Uh, And having said this, of course, you still need to be realistic and ask yourself if there's a need for what you do and what you offer. So it's not an advice to be naive and uh, with a happy-go-lucky mentality but more an advice to really challenge yourself in terms of whether or not you're on the right path uh, or if there's a need to, to change the direction. I think this is so important and I've done it myself a number of times in my life already. Uh, after a number of years, uh, basically just uh, leaned back a little bit ask asked myself, am I really happy where I am? Is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this really what makes me happy every day? Is it what makes me I love Monday exactly as much as I love Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, um, and I think this is just so important. And I think this is basically a universal uh, kind of advice, uh, and not necessarily just for the freelancers. But I think it's it's really important to to dare to challenge oneself in terms of what is it that you are passionate about, what it is is it that you really want to do, and then dare to listen to this and dare to do it, even though it comes with a risk. That's excellent advice.
2: Today, we welcome Quay Kelch Maddox. Quay is an editorial producer at CNN and the national president of Mocha Moms. Hi, Quay. Welcome to 321i Relaunch. Hi, Carol. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we are so thrilled to have you. I want to know if you could give your best piece of advice to all of our relauncher listeners. And this is a question we ask all of our podcast
7: guests. Yep. Okay. In a nutshell, it's, it's, it's several points of advice. One is to look at your model. It's what I talked about earlier and change it. If you need to make sure that you're networking uh, with with other, with other mothers, other like-minded women uh, and, and obviously apply for jobs, but make sure that you're getting out there. Two, tell everyone. Tell everyone that you're looking for work. You never know who can help you. You never know who will get back to you and share something with you. Three, uh, be open and willing to accept advice from others. Show other people your resume. I remember, you know, being, working out at the Y one day and talking to the director of business development at the Y, and I ended up showing her my resume, and she gave me some really good advice about changes uh, on my resume. Um, So be open and willing to accept that advice. Four, um, LinkedIn learn how to use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is an incredible, incredible resource. And so when you look at your page and it says you have, I don't know, 400, 500 connections, you really have infinitely more connections than that because the people that you are connected to are connected to other people. So really learn how to use LinkedIn and utilize the people that you know to introduce you to other people. And lastly, really, I mean, the most important thing for me, um, particularly as a president of a national nonprofit organization, is to connect with other like-minded women um, who can support you and let you know that that you're not the only one Um, and it's not about misery loves company it's about connecting with people who make you feel good about the choices that you're making in your life excellent advice thank you so much
2: today we welcome laura vanderkam Time management expert and author of six books on the topic, including the one we think is so relevant for relaunchers, 168 Hours. Hi, Laura. Welcome to 321i Relaunch.
8: Thank you so much for having me.
2: Well, I'm so excited to have you. I've been a big fan of yours uh, for years now. I want to ask you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience even if it's something that we've already talked about today.
8: Well, I think the part we did talk about, about how time will stretch to accommodate what we choose to put into it, is just so important. And in my speeches, I tell a story of, um, that really illustrates this. I've had thousands of people track their time for me over the years, and this one particularly stood out because of how it made this point. Um, is a very busy lady, uh, you know, worked in finance. She had kids. She, she goes out for a Wednesday night for something. She comes home to find that her water heater has broken and there's water all over her basement. Um, so, you know, anyone ever had that happen knows somebody who's had that happen to them. It's it's a pretty big mess. Um, so she has to deal with it. She has to, the immediate aftermath that night, the next day, the plumbers, the day after that, the professional cleaning crew because her carpet's pretty much got to be replaced. So All this is being recorded on her time log that she's keeping for me, and it winds up taking seven hours of her week. And what we were talking about in the workshop where we were looking at this log is, you know, if we talked about this at the start of the week and be like, hey, can you find seven hours to, like, set up those coffee dates with the people who keep asking you to mentor them at work? Or could you find seven hours to, you know, write the first chapter in that novel you (laughs) keep saying you want to write? Like, I'm sure she would have said what all of us would have said, which is, um, no, I cannot find seven hours to do that because can't you see how busy I am yet when she had to find seven hours because there was water all over her basement, she found seven hours. And, and so really, I mean, the point is that time is elastic and it will stretch to accommodate what we choose to put into it. And so the key to time management is really treating our priorities as the equivalent of that broken water heater. And so if, for instance, it's important for you to get back in the workforce, why don't you treat the time devoted to working on your resume, to um, meeting with people, to setting up those coffee dates, treat it as the equivalent of a broken water heater. You know, you're going to get to it, whatever else is going on in your life. Or as you are, you know, in the workforce for the first time, starting a new job, um, you know, to just Treat maybe even the the career capital building parts of it of really getting to know your colleagues as as the water all over your basement right <laughs> that that can be the important thing this this week and you can choose to focus on it even if there's there's chaos everywhere else like because there's always going to be chaos everywhere else there's always going to be a ton of stuff going on and you know I I, I still remember my my uh, mother in law went back to work um when you know before I knew her but when her children were like in high school. And on her first day back at work, one of her daughters, um, crashed her car,
7: uh, oh <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but, of course,
8: of course, but you know, she handled it. Like these things will happen, but she, she still made it work. Um, and I, I just, I love that story because it's like, yes, of course, stuff is going to go wrong. And naturally it's going to go wrong on the first day that you're not, you know, driving her to school or whatever, but, uh, you know, you, you still can make it work. and. Um, you know, you have chosen to make this a priority in your life right now and just ignore the rest of the stuff that's going crazy.
2: That's such excellent advice for our relauncher audience, our listeners. So thank you, Laura Vanderkam, so much. Thanks for joining us today.
8: Thank you for having me.
2: Today, we welcome Suzanne Wall. Suzanne is Chief Operations Officer for iRelaunch and a relauncher herself. She's a mother of four, including her youngest daughter, Amelie, who has Down syndrome. We will discuss how Suzanne successfully relaunched her career with a child with special needs. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to 321i Relaunch. Thanks, Carol. It's great to be here. Well, we're so happy to have you and really appreciate you sitting down with us. We usually ask for the best piece of advice that you would give our relauncher audience, but I think you might have more than one piece. So what is the best piece of advice you would give to our relauncher audience about relaunching with a child with special needs?
0: Oof. Um, well, I, I do have some thoughts, but I, I want to preface this with, you know, this is my story. And I realize, you know, everyone has their own circumstances and challenges. And, you know, it's important to realize that success is measured differently for each of us and for each of our children. So with that being said, these are the, these are the things that I would suggest people pay attention to. Um, first be patient. Um, your time will to return to the workforce will come, but it may not be when you think you're ready. Um, Mm -hmm. You need to to be patient. Um, The second is very key. Invest for the future. Um, You're not always going to be there for your child. So work towards independence, whatever that may look like. Um, Continue to build your skills um while on career break, you never know where you're you're picking up a skill or a, um, an experience that's going to be useful down the road. Um, share the load um, you know with your family with your community with your community supports um, you cannot do this alone And then above all, be flexible um, be willing to. You know, to regroup, rethink, um, change direction when necessary, um, and, you know, and be able to adjust um, when the need
2: arises. Right. Excellent advice. Suzanne, thank you so much for joining us
0: today. Oh, thank you, Carol. This was fun. Thanks for letting me tell my story. Well, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please like it on iTunes or your favorite
1: listening
7: platform.